Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Ben Falcone, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have John Christensen, Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Strategy. John, although the equity markets remain positive for the full year, the third quarter was negative, with most U.S. markets down by 3 to 5%. What are your thoughts on third quarter performance for small cap equities, and how has your portfolio performed during the quarter? So, yeah, you are correct in that the U.S. equity markets are still positive for the year to date, though some are barely holding on to that. But when you look at the Russell 2000 index, it has been streaky, for lack of a better word. The Fed's ongoing hawkish stand on interest rates has been the headwind the market has been fighting. But the lack of an appearance of a recession and ongoing sound financials has kept the market bouncing back, even as we have had several potentially catastrophic events from a banking crisis to a more recent Middle East conflict. So this kind of back and forth within the market can create some seemingly contradictory data when analyzing the true drivers of the market. Q3 was, again, an up and down quarter as July was positive by over 6%, but it was followed by two months of negative returns of at least 5%. When looking at the attributes of the index in terms of high versus low quality, as you might imagine, Metrics were mixed. In terms of low quality, outpacing high quality, high beta stocks did better than low beta stocks during the quarter, and low investment grade companies beat high investment grade businesses. On the other side, stocks with less debt on their balance sheet outdid their counterparts. High return on equity beat out lower, and lower price to earnings ratio stocks beat higher PEs. So there really was a mixed bag in terms of quality. In terms of sectors, energy was by far the strongest sector as oil prices have surged, with the sector up almost 19% in Q3. For perspective, the next best sector was financials at plus 1.2%. Healthcare was the biggest underperformer in the quarter, down over 15% as speculation works through the market as it relates to weight loss drugs and their growing use and ultimately growing impact on healthcare and lifestyles from obesity to food consumption to new behavioral patterns in everyday life. The speculation can lead to an indiscriminate selling of businesses perceived to be impacted in the future. We are monitoring this situation very carefully. Utilities was another sector that was very weak, down almost 12% as higher sustained interest rates impact these bond proxy securities. For the quarter, the small cap portfolio outperformed the Russell 2000 index. Stock selection was the main driver of performance in the quarter. Our healthcare underweight helped quite a bit, but was offset by our lack of exposure in the energy sector, which was strong. Positive stock selection in industrials and information technology made significant contribution to this strategy. So overall, 
we strive to overcome either neutral quality or low quality market headwinds with robust stock selection. And that's indeed what the case was this quarter. John, can you discuss a few of the portfolio's holdings that were key contributors and detractors to performance in this past quarter? Yeah, in terms of contributors to the portfolio in the quarter, they were MCOR, Simpson Manufacturing, Aspen Technology, Faxit Research, and RBC Bearings. Let's chat about Simpson. Simpson Manufacturing Company is a leading manufacturer of connectors, fasteners, anchors, and other building supply products, primarily for residential wood construction. Shares performed strongly following the company's report of better than expected operating results and improved profitability outlook. We believe Simpson's recent acquisition of a French-based company should meaningfully enhance the company's market position and profitability profile in Europe. Importantly, Simpson remains a solid free cash flow generator and the company's balance sheet continues to be healthy. In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, they were Graco, Toro, FTI Consulting, Landstar System, and Atrion Corporation. More on Toro. Toro is a leading landscape and turf equipment maker. Toro's underperformance is due to an ongoing shrinkage in the company's residential business segment as the business normalizes from the stimulus-driven COVID environment. Also, Toro took a meaningful impairment charge on an acquisition due to that business's recent underperformance. John, as we move into the final quarter of 2023 and you begin to think about the equity market environment in 2024, can you speak to how your portfolio is positioned relative to your benchmark? We entered 2023 with a general consensus view that the U.S. economy would have a mild recession, and the debate has endured today. As we move along here in 2023, the market seems to be absorbing the ups and downs of inflation, the Fed, and recent geopolitical events. While we still have many of these issues to resolve, the Fed remains focused on getting inflation back to 2%. The ongoing higher interest rate environment is seemingly favorable for our types of businesses with lower debt on the balance sheet and solid business models. However, this does also create uncertainty in terms of entry points for the equity markets. This has been well illustrated in the ups and downs we have seen in the market this year. So given these uncertainties and volatility, what does one do? Our goal is to find solid businesses with business models that can react and persevere in reaction to this volatility, high quality entities that have the ability to pasture pricing while maintaining high customer retention through the value add of their products to its customers. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, thanks for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. 
The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.